you haven't been on Magecast before, right? This is your first time being on either? Yeah, no, I, I have not been on either now. Hello, you're listening to Magecast SideQuests, a podcast by the ABXY Mage and an ever-changing party of mages that discusses the many aspects of video games. This band of games writers, focused on in-depth and long-form critique, can be found on WordPress at thewellreadmage.com and on Twitter at thewellreadmage. Crowdfunding support makes possible the Well Red Mage, Magecast, and Magecast SideQuests. To support our Patreon campaign and our future vision, as well as see exclusives and rewards, visit patreon.com slash thewellreadmage. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and please leave us a review. And now, let the quest begin. Hello, and welcome to SideQuests. Uh, today we are doing the seventh episode, and uh, with me I have a guest making his first appearance on this or mage cast, the Kingly Yellow Mage. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little something? All right. Uh, hello. Um, as I said, uh, Kingly Yellow Mage. Um, I don't know. Uh, something. Uh, just something I've wanted to do since being with you guys was. Uh, I really enjoy podcasts, so being able to talk, sit down, discuss with you guys um, was something interesting. Just trying to have fun and all that. Uh, currently playing a little bit of Call of Duty and Kingdom Hearts at the moment. But other than that, uh, nothing really going on. Wh- so. Which Call of Duty? Uh, Black Ops 4. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are you enjoying the new Kingdom Hearts? Uh, it's pretty enjoyable so far. Uh, I just beat the Toy Story world, and then I had to put it down for a little while to get some stuff done. But not playing one before. This is the first time I've delved into them. So, very, very unique experience. Decided to just jump in with the most recent one, huh? Yeah, uh, a lot of my friends played some of the other ones. I never had a PlayStation or anything to uh, play them, and I never really picked up any on the handhelds. So... I just figured, uh, finally on a console that I own, uh, I decided to pick it up. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played any of them either, and for the same reasons. But I don't, I don't know that I'd be brave enough to just jump right in, starting with this one, though. Yeah, uh, my brother actually played a f- some on the handheld, so I asked him about, to try to catch me up to speed, and, uh, even though he explained what happened, the, it's still, uh, that just a loss at some of the points and if if they make references to other games and some of that and it's just like oh this would probably be cool if i played them but i never really did so i enjoyed final fantasy 15 which again was one of the first things of those so and i kind of see a little bit of a similarity between the two uh, modernizing uh a sort of jrpg-esque style so hmm. i had mixed feelings about final fantasy 15 i would say i i enjoyed my time with it so but well that can take us right into one of the things we were talking about discussing uh because today's episode we're just going to talk about some current gaming news type stuff uh so recently there was an article in which the director of final fantasy 14 said that he hoped the next entry uh numbered entry in the series would be 
uh, more fantastical, go back to its roots, not have so much uh, mechanization in it, not so much modernization. Um, so you, having liked 15, uh, how, how would you feel about 16 going back to that older style? Uh, so I enjoyed the the aspects of 15 being more of like in a modern like modern world um I, I will admit like the driving the regella or whatever the car was i can't remember it's been so long what's called it was a little strange i guess i haven't only played it i did play 13 for a good 45 minutes until i put it out so uh not really well versed with other final fantasy but I did see that it is a little strange knowing where Final Fantasy came from, although I haven't played it. Uh, being in a world where uh, driving around a, a car, um, like very modern world when it came from a sort of medieval-esque, futuristic, like sci-fi medieval mixture was like what Final Fantasy came from. I guess reaching into the modern world while it could have worked was strange. Uh, but I don't think it took away from my enjoyment from 15. But that also could have came from not experiencing a lot of the other titles in the series. Okay, so you haven't played like the classic ones then? No, I Okay. I have not. So I would say that it it's not actually too out of character for Final Fantasy to have those kind of modern things. In Final Fantasy Seven you there's a motorcycle chase scene. You drive in a truck. Um so that those things have existed before. I think there was a little bit in 15 there was, you know, the you could take selfies with Prompto and mhm that kind of stuff is is a little that that's kind that's new to the series. I mean, I didn't play 13, so I I guess I don't know much about that, but I did notice that like the whole picture taking. Like there's a whole mechanic around taking pictures during while you're fighting. Yeah, it was very strange. I mean, I know, I guess photo mode is cool for a lot of people, but to me it just kind of seemed funny that, like, everyone had their special individual power and his was just taking pictures. Yeah, uh, leading in with, like, photo mode, uh, I, I, I enjoy photo mode. Um, a game that I have been playing recently, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, has a very in-depth photo mode, but it's not something that they, like, bring up in the game. It's just an external uh, feature uh, that you're allowed to, oh, something cool happened. Let me take a photo, add a nice filter to this. It's not like um, the character is walking around in ancient Greece and was like, oh, let me snap a photo of that. So I, I think it draws a, a, while Final Fantasy can do it with their modern aspects, and I know like Watch Dogs and other like GTA other modernized games like that have done it too where they have a photo mode and you pull out your phone and you take a nice selfie and all that but I I find those games as more uh, realistic in GTA you're stealing cars and uh, robbing banks you're not fighting behemoths and other odd things Um, but I think that's where like uh, I, I do see the one issue with that and I'm not saying that 15 shouldn't have a photo mode, but I'm like you're saying, I just think it's weird that instead of having a photo mode, you made one of the characters special abilities taking pictures that that yeah. that's the photo mode. That's very strange to me. 
Yeah, it, and it, it being in combat too was weird. Because I know throughout aspects of it you, where you'd meet a new character or something big would happen and Prompto would, oh, let's take a picture of this to remember that. Uh, again, I would be fine with that. I just think, well, whenever uh, Ignis was good at making food and giving you uh, special buffs and Gladio was strong, I, I think it's weird that Prompto had a gun and a camera and that's it. I think that's uh, a little thing that while not terrible, Prompto had a lot of character to him, and he was a very interesting character. I just think his ability was kind of lackluster, and they could have done more. Yeah, I think it was the worst part about him. He had more of a development, certainly, than a lot of the characters in the game. So then, mm. to make his ability so not unique, I guess, I don't know, it was a very odd choice. So having not played a lot of the older Final Fantasies, then what would you like out of 16? What would you like to see? So, um, I, I wouldn't mind, um, I did read a little bit of the article that you were talking about, about how you wanted to be more fantastic, more, uh, more, like, less, less mechs, less robots, like, that, uh, I, I did find in parts where in Final Fantasy XV, like, drawing off, not having experience with the other ones, that if they cut away a little bit, uh, I wouldn't mind. Uh, and with a complete removal, I mean, I probably wouldn't mind. I'd check it out, for sure. Uh, I really didn't find the mechs to be anything that stood out in fifteen. Like, from everything I remember from fifteen, the most memorable parts are uh, the giant Hydra fight and other... Other things where it's like a, a mystical creature, not some guy controlling a robot with a hundred underlings underneath him. So I wouldn't mind no mechs if it went to a complete fantasy-based, uh, no robots, nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you could have had the exact same game without it having any robots, and it it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, if they would have replaced the robots with just a different enemy, like something out of a mythology or something. I don't think... Or even if they were just human enemy soldiers. Yeah, yeah. I I agree, like, 100% about that. I don't think... I, I, and I could be missing something big, but I do not think that there was anything that really, like, tied them together other than here's a, here's a evil corporation that has robots with their soldiers. It's not just soldiers, there's robots too, and I... I, I don't know if that was really something that was needed 100%. So Yeah, and then they were what they were like farming the demons to inhabit the robots, but it would have even actually made more sense if they were having demons possess people, soldiers. Some, something like that would have would have made a lot more sense uh in my opinion. I think going back to 7, you know, one of the things that was a major plot point of seven, especially early on in the game, was how the industrialization of society was destroying the planet. And so it made sense to have those modern aspects and to have robots and gas vehicles and diesel mm -hmm. airships and stuff. And in 15, it seemed more just like, hey, this is the kind of stuff we have in today's world. So here it is in Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I feel like the... They did a lot with the car, and they had a lot of upgrades, like the whole hub being Sid's garage, 
really like led towards oh we want them to know this is a modern area where we have mechanics that do this and that but i i don't i don't know what the point of like actually having the car other than having the car to go move faster it was it was a you drive around in the car when you're forced to or when you couldn't fast tra- and when you weren't when you couldn't fast travel or you wanted to spawn a certain encounter that you had to be driving the car to spawn. I didn't feel like it really tied the story together other than Noctis having this cool car that that he just drives around with Ignis and Gladio and Prompto. Yeah, it did seem really forced. Yeah. And I would have rather, I don't care if it was a cool car, I mean, other than when it can fly at the end, I would have rather had like a dune buggy that you could take off the road. M- yeah, the best part about the the vehicle, in my opinion, was the when you're forced to drive it, the soundtrack that you could play, that you could unlock and play through it. Uh, yeah, finding the old soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that um, I guess brought up whenever I was thinking about that. If, since you played the old ones, uh, how did you feel about fifteen not being strictly turn based? How it was pretty much a like free flow style of game where. While you could kind of, kind of similar to how Kingdom Hearts is right now, where every character interacts at the same time, and you have, and that's how you have to play around that instead of having, I want to, I want one, two, three to attack, and then the enemy attacks, and then one, two, three again with that. Because I know seven, I, I've, if my memory serves me correctly, seven was fully turn based and uh, stuff like that. Would you want sixteen to be more? Strictly turn-based, did you like the free flow of 15? Uh, it, it depends. I would say what, what I want out of 16 depends on how well they can do either. Um, I kind of felt like, you know, really, I think 10 was the last truly turn-based JRPG-style Final Fantasy, because 11 was an MMO, 12 had active combat, and then 13 I didn't play, so I guess I don't know what the combat was like in that. 14 was an MMO, and then 15 had live combat also. So I, I kind of feel like they've everyone would pretty much agree that Final Fantasy's biggest decline uh, in quality came after they stopped doing turn-based combat. I wouldn't say it's a result of giving up turn-based combat, but I think they were, you know, they were one of the franchises that did turn-based RPGs the best and they strayed away from that to follow other trends and in the process I feel like they've kind of fallen behind and that even is true with 15 a lot of people praised a lot of the the battle mechanics that they ended up eventually working in long after I had already beaten the game and haven't gone back to it but it Mm -hmm. I kind of you know, with turn-based, it almost sometimes feels like a chess match where you're planning everything out. Now, it's not; it doesn't always work, and sometimes you're too powerful or whatever the case may be, but it seemed like you had more direct interaction as being each of the characters in your party. In 15, it seemed like I was Noctis, and then here were my other guys, and every once in a while I could kind of tell them to do something. Yeah, yeah I, I feel that a lot, and... Bringing, bringing that towards, again, Kingdom Hearts was just a game I, while being so different, I allude to being similar to 15 in the same way as 
playing through Kingdom Hearts right now and with live combat as well. Yeah, you're Sora, and every once in a while you get to push one button and then also fight with Donald or Goofy. You don't you don't control them. You don't say what they do. They do what they want to do until you can do something with them. Yeah, it 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 could make sense if maybe picture 15 and you're Noctis and then you do whatever your move or attack is. You have, you know, 5 or 6 seconds. And then after that it automatically you become Prompto and then you have 6 seconds to do your move set with him. It that could work maybe. I just felt too mm-hmm. too detached from the other characters. Yeah. It was clearly Noctis's story and they were just there along for the ride. But to... but I do also see people kind of feeling like non-active turn-based combat is almost too slow or too boring. So I don't really know where the middle ground would be. Not not having much uh well I've played a few JR or a few turn-based RPGs and I, I surely I sure do uh, like the concept of turn-based, but I don't know. Um, I really did enjoy 15. I don't want to nitpick what it, what it did. I also don't know if I can praise a lot, aside from the story, of it doing different things, not playing the other ones. But it, it's how they want to move forward with 16 that uh, you'll have to, we'll have to wait to see what they really bring to the table before saying what worked well and what wouldn't work well. I agree. And like, yeah, I mean, that's what I said. It depends on how they can pull off either, either one. I do feel like on the one hand, if they go back it, it after however many years it's been since they did a turn-based RPG style, final fantasy, it would feel fresh, even if it's going back to its roots. Same with being more fantastical and less modern and mechanical. So maybe they could go back and do what they've always done well and come out with a really stellar game while they work on a game that's going to introduce brand new things again but doing the same thing again isn't isn't what i want <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I see that it, i also feel 15 may have hyped a lot of things up for being in development for so long that it just didn't live up to what people were expecting it to be but i i i don't know uh like you said, it, it whatever comes next, that's how we'll know what what will be good if if we like it or not. If it's, try not to dig around the same subject the whole time. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying. I'm I'm not trying to say this like just repeat the same thing. But I I, I did enjoy 15, but I, I feel like they could do a lot of things different in 16. That that's just it, I I don't know what like I personally. It's also been a while since I've played 15 as well, so. You know, I was thinking this morning, and uh, I wrote it down in my notes, and maybe you might have seen it or not. I don't. Have you played Breath of the Wild? Uh, I have played uh, a bit of it. I've played a few hours into it. Okay, um, I haven't played it at all, so this might sound strange, but I actually think that they could do a game very similar to Breath of the Wild with Final Fantasy for an entry. You know, really make you the main character and Mm -hmm. give you this big open world that you have to explore and figure out where you're supposed to go, make it the epic quest that Final Fantasy should be. You know, you go into the wrong area and you're not strong enough. Obviously, that's not where you're supposed to be, and you have to figure out where you are going and and solve the world and figure everything out on your own. But I don't know how then that would work with acquiring party members, which I think is also 
key to a Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, if you do something like that, I feel like similar to 15 where you started with your party, but then that would take away from, like, interacting with new people and switching people in and out. But I do... I, I I do think that that idea is pretty a pretty pretty good idea. Uh, like in Breath of the Wild, there's I don't know what they're called. They're like they're called guardians or something. They're like these big heaping metal like robots that some of them are powered on, some of them are not. You really uh, in in at least for where I've gotten, uh, you really can't do anything to them. They just have ridiculous amounts of health, and sometimes they're laying along the paths that you need to go. But um, you just pretty much have to avoid, figure out a way to get around them without uh, aggroing them and having them hit you. So I feel like that would be a good way to, uh, even if if they do something like that with Final Fantasy, even if you go into somewhere, if you even if you may need to go into a higher level area, doing something where if you can play your cards right, you can get around it. Just don't engage in this. Right. Um, okay. But but with that, with Final Fantasy 15, I I kind of agree because. I know how in 15 at least with if you'd enter an area uh when it would tell you what the area is uh, it would pop up with like a I don't remember how they did it but I think they would show you if you were like near the same level as the enemies or they'd give you some kind of hint of if you could fight there or you couldn't uh but I may be not remembering it correctly but uh, I don't. I feel like games that do that kind of hold your hand a little bit too much. You should, if you go into the wrong area and you die, then then you have to restart. That gives you the clear sign of, oh, I wasn't so, like you said, I wasn't supposed to go here. I need to come back later. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen, fifteen didn't really feel. It felt like a a faux open world, like. Hey, here's this giant map, and you have a car, and you can go anywhere. Oh, but actually, you can't because you can't drive at night at first, and then you can't go in this area at first because it's blocked off for whatever reason. And there's invisible walls, which doesn't make sense for a well-textured open world. It yeah, it, it should have been an, a true open world, and it shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah, like you said, it you don't need those indicators. That's what mm-hmm. continues are for. That's what saves are for. Then and that's how I feel with um like the only one I can think of the only invisible wall that I really feel was nice like a nice placement for it was in I don't know if it was the end of the first act or the second act or which where it was but when you have to go through the tunnel to get to the other side of the island and there's a giant blockade they kind of put in the blockade and an invisible wall there to prevent you from leaving too quickly before you went through the story. I, I feel like that's okay to prevent you from going where you're not supposed to go. But then, if there's a dungeon, but the dungeon is five levels higher than where you should be, them just like, oh, the dungeon's closed right now. We can't take this elevator down. Maybe later, Noctis. I feel like that wasn't really a great... You, you, we should have been able to go down and then uh, get killed because they're too high of a level. And then, uh, then we know, oh, we can't go down there. That's not a good place at the moment. But I feel that with a lot of games in that come out now, um, I, I was never really... Uh, I'm too young for the 80s and early 90s games where that were ridiculously brutal. But I feel like some games now hold your hand, even on the harder difficulties, hold your hand a little too much. 
that can be a discussion for another day of whether games are too easy now or not. But uh, yeah, or whether or not they even hit the difficulty level that they're trying to hit. Yeah. But I would agree. I I think a majority of games nowadays are too easy. I guess another thing that I was pretty interested in that you said about was the the Mario Kart Tour game that's coming out. I really didn't see anything about that until I noticed you bringing it up, and um, then I did some research on it. Thank you for joining us for MageCast SideQuests. If you enjoyed listening, please like, share, and leave us a comment. Also, be sure to check out MageCast, an ensemble podcast hosted by the Well-Read Mage. To support this podcast and future content, visit us at patreon.com slash thewellreadmage. Guts, the theme song for SideQuests, was composed by Russell Gordon, the Iron Mage. I'm the ABXY Mage, and you can find me on Twitter at ABXY underscore reviews and at thewellreadmage.com. This quest may be complete, but more await beyond the horizon. Thank you.